Welcome to Rome Christian Center. We are so glad that you are with us here today. If you are local to the Rome, New York area, we would like to invite you to join us 10 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on Sundays. We are located at 7985 Turin Road in Rome, New York. Let's join the service as we believe God has something in store for you today. In the subject of faith, I just keep feeling like faith is arising in me. And um, so let's start in Hebrews chapter 11. In verse 6, familiar verse of scripture, it says, Without faith it's impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. To me, that's one of the most important scriptures in the Bible for those of us who know God. If you don't know God, then the most important scripture you can ever read is one that it's going gonna, it's gonna to lead you to him. You've you got to get saved first. Salvation is the primary thing. Because you're going to spend eternity somewhere, you're going to make sure you spend it in heaven and nowhere else. And so the most important scripture for anyone on the planet is the one that would lead us to God. But after we come to God, after we come into the body of Christ, <clears throat> one of the most important scriptures for us believers is Hebrews 11.6 because it says... Without faith, it's impossible to please him. And I've always felt like one of my chief um, responsibilities or duties, you might say, as a believer is to be pleasing to God, to live a life that's pleasing to God. And, I, and so I need to understand faith. I need to know what it is. I need to be able to operate in faith so that my life can be pleasing to God because without faith, it's impossible to please him. So I have to believe, number one, that he is, but more than that, that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So Wednesday night we started, and I just, one of the points I wanted to make was that faith, <clears throat> faith is not a static thing. It, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it flows, it's like, it's fluid, it's not static. Faith is not all or nothing. It's not like a light switch where the light is either on or off. Either I have faith or I don't. You know, either one second I don't have faith, and boom, next thing I know I'm loaded with faith. No, but it comes as we walk with God. It comes as we meditate in the Word, as we feed ourselves in the Word of God. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And we grow in that. Faith to me is like a muscle. Your muscle can be weak, your muscle can be strong, or anywhere in between. And depending on our walk with God, depending on our relationship with God, our faith can be strong, it can be weak, and it can be anywhere in between. And so I want to have strong faith. And I want all of us to have strong faith so that we can receive from God what, what he has blessed us with, but also that our lives can be pleasing to him. I want to live a life that's pleasing to God, don't you? I mean, I just, I just want God to look down with favor, but not, not so much giving me stuff, but just to be, to be pleased with me. The same way that I'm pleased with my kids when they, when they live right, or my grandkids, when, they, when they're doing the right thing, it's like it blesses you and, you, and you just, look at that's my kid, hallelujah, they're doing good. So that's what I want for me, and that's what I want for all of us. Thank you, Jesus. But I want to look at some aspects, some, just some truths about faith this morning. Faith operates to me, uh, faith operates in different uh, 
There's different operations of faith. I was going to say operates in different realms. That's not right. Different operations of faith. One, one operation of faith is what I would call saving faith. In, in Ephesians chapter 2, it says, By grace are you saved, how? Through faith, and that not of yourselves, it's a gift of God. So what's the gift of God? The grace is a gift, the faith is a gift, the salvation is a gift. That whole thing is a gift from God. But God makes it so easy. I, as I thought, you know, it's so easy to get saved. God, it's not hard. You just have to surrender your life. The hard part about getting saved is a, is, is a decision we all have to make of whether or not we're going, to re, we're going to surrender our lives to God. That's the only decision. Once you decide to do that, saving, getting saved is easy. You believe that Jesus died for your sins. You confess him as Lord. You believe that God, God raised him from the dead. The Bible says you'll be saved. You know, if you confess Jesus as Lord, Romans, in Romans chapter 10, it says if you confess Jesus as Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So I had a little brain freeze. But he makes it, it's not hard to get saved. And it's a gift from God. The salvation, the faith that we need to get saved. Another, another operation of faith I was thinking is listed in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. Where, where the Apostle Paul is listing the, the gifts of the Spirit. And one of them is faith. And another translation doesn't say faith. There's another translation that says special faith. Because this kind of faith is a gift from God. It's like a, it's like a super endowment of faith. It, just, it hits you and it, it supercharges you. I was thinking kind of like spinach to Popeye. You know, I mean, Popeye's getting the stuff beat out of him, and all of a sudden, out of his shirt, which was flat against his chest the whole time, but all of a sudden, out of his chest pops this huge can of spinach. I don't know where it came from, but it's there. Anyway, he pops that thing open, and you know, da 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 All of a sudden, he's a new man. He's a different, you know, he's, all of a sudden, he's a new, that's, that's what the gift of faith, this special faith, and it hits you temporarily, you know. I feel like, and, and usually, that kind of faith is associated with a miracle. And the best example I know of that is when Peter stepped out of the boat and walked on the water. I mean, you know, the, here they are rowing, and Jesus comes to them at night, and, and, they, and they scream, ah, it's a ghost. He said, don't worry, it's me. And Peter says, Lord, if it's you, bid me come to you on the water. And Jesus said, come. And two things happened. First, a miracle, because I, I don't care if he just took one step and then started to sink. The fact that he took one step is, be, is better than what I have ever done. I've never come close to walking on. But it's a miracle that he walked on the water, but it's, a, it, it's this gift of faith that hits him. I don't think he even doubted for a second he was going He just stepped out. I mean, it was, he was like a dip, all of a sudden, there's no, there's no uh, awareness of anything that could stop you from doing what you're doing. He stepped out of that boat confidently and just walked on the water. And it wasn't until he got his eyes off uh, Jesus, and he got his eyes on the natural, that he started to sink. But this special faith, it hits you, and uh, it, it just it, it empowers you to do a, a miraculous thing for a short period of time. But that's not, that's not the faith that I really wanted to, uh, to, to mention this morning. The faith that I'm talking about is, is the force of faith that interacts with the unseen world that reaches uh, into the world of the into the realm of the spirit and receives from God all that he has promised us. 
We can have what God has promised us if we'll just operate, if we'll exercise the faith that we can have in God. Hallelujah. You know, faith, and to me, faith is primarily uh, not directed toward things. The reason why the, what, the, what we call the faith message is so often maligned is because all they can see is that faith is about getting stuff from God. It's about, you know, coming to God and just pulling on God for giving you all kinds of things. And to me, faith is based not so much on things, but on a person. Faith is based on a relationship with God. It's, it's founded, it's grounded on a relationship with God. That we come to know, as we, as we develop our relationship with God, our confidence in his love for us, our confidence in his faithfulness, our confidence in his goodness, our confidence in his power and his ability grows as we, as we develop our... And that's the basis for faith. The basis for faith is who God is, not what we need, what we want. But the basis of our, of our faith is, is our relationship with God. I remember years ago, I was watching... A, uh, I used to like to watch a program several years ago called... Uh, Blue Bloods. It was, it was a, I don't know if you ever saw it. It, it was a, a police story. It was, it was about a family, uh, an Irish Catholic family, uh, that were all having to do with uh, police work. And uh, the father was um, the commissioner of police. The grandfather was an ex-commissioner. The son was a, a detective and the daughter was a, a lawyer. So they were all into that legal stuff. But, uh, and I, and and I liked it because it was fairly, it was a pretty clean, and they prayed over their food, you know, <laughs> on TV. So that's pretty good. I'll watch that. But anyway, one, one time, the detective, the son, his, on one program, his wife, uh, his wife got kidnapped by, by some gangsters, and, they, and uh, the whole program was about him finding his wife. Well, you knew he was going to find her because she's a main character. She's not going to die. So, but you just wanted to find out how it was going to happen. So anyway, the whole program, and at the end, near, right near the end of the program, he finds her. She's tied up in a closet somewhere. She's got a piece of tape across her mouth. Anyway, and, she's, and when he finds her, she's crying, and they're hugging. And she said this. She said, I knew, you'd, I knew you'd come. I knew you'd come. And I thought, you know what? That confidence in his commitment for her, that confidence in his laying down his life for her, that confidence in who he was didn't come after one or two dates. It came over a period of time as their, develop, as their relationship developed. She had this confidence of his love for her that he, no matter what happened to her, he'd find her. He'd come and get her. He'd rescue her. You know, and that's the, way, that's the way we need to be with God. That's why we need this. That's why it's so important to develop, this, to develop our relationship with God because it's, it's the foundation of our, of our faith, of, of believing who he is to me. You know, he loves me. He wants to bless me. He wants to give me his favor. And I, that comes uh, as, I, as I develop my relationship with him. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 1, it says, Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence or the conviction of things not seen. Another fact of faith is that faith relates to the invisible. Faith is about, it's not about what we can see. In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, the scripture says that we're to walk by faith and not by sight. You know, the world says seeing is believing. But there's, 
that's not really true because if you can see it, you don't need to believe it. It's right there. It's for you. But God says believing is, turns out to be seen. In John chapter 11, where Jesus was at the tomb of Lazarus, and he said to Martha, remove the stone. But she said, Lord, by this time there's a stench. He's been there for four days. Jesus said, if you believe, you'll see the glory of God. And that's, that's, how, that's how we get to receive from God. We believe first. Believe something you can't see, and it'll come to you in the natural. Faith has to do with the unseen world. When our grandson uh, Benjamin was born, there was a problem after, shortly after he was born, and they had to bring him to the uh, neonatal ICU unit at Krauss Hospital. And when they brought him there, they had him all wired up and tubed up. And I mean, it was, you know, in, in an incubator. It was just a little bitty baby with all these wires and tubes coming out of him. And I remember Darren came to me once. He said, Pastor, how, how can I be in faith with, with, what, with what I'm seeing? And I said, you've got to look past the natural. You can't get your eyes on the tubes. You can't keep your eyes on the wires. You got to get you don't you you can't consider that. You got to start looking to God. You got to start praising God for the answer that He is the healer. That your son's going to live and not die. That He's going to be perfectly all right. That He's going to be fine. You've got to get your you got to get your eyes on God. And that's what faith is about. Faith is not about the natural realm. It's about the unseen realm. It's about the promises of God. And you have to look beyond what you see in the natural sometimes. <clears throat> You don't deny the natural. You don't say, if you get a pain in your elbow, you don't say, I don't have a pain in my elbow. But yeah, I have a pain in my elbow, but, but God. You know, I see all the wires. I see all the tubes, but God. You know, we don't deny the natural, but we go to God. And it has to do with the, and we go to the invisible realm, the realm we can't see. And we pull out of that realm the blessings of God and the favor of God and what God has for us. But it has to do with, faith has to do with the invisible realm. In Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 7, it says, Noah being warned by God about things not yet seen, built an ark. And it says about Abraham in the next verse, that Abraham, when he was called, obeyed, not knowing where he was going. So he didn't know. But God said, start walking, so he started walking. Faith is about things not yet seen. It's the evidence, the Bible says. The evidence of things not seen. That means, what is it? Evidence proves something that you can't see. A jury sits in a, in, a, in a courtroom, and the evidence is presented, and that evidence becomes, the jury becomes convicted of whatever the crime is that they're, you know, they're, they're convicted that that actually happened. Without ever seeing it, they're convicted. And so without ever seeing the answer, we are, con we are convinced that it's coming because faith is the evidence of things not seen. So faith has to do with our relationship with God. Faith has to do with with the invisible realm. And faith is based in the word of God. In Hebrews and Romans chapter 10, what does it say? It says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith is believing what God says. Faith is believing what God promised. That's why it's so important to be in the Word. So that the Word can be in you. Because that's, that's what faith comes. When we know what God has said, we can believe Him for. In Mark chapter 4, the Bible says that faith is like a seed. You have to plant it. 
you know, it doesn't, and, and it takes time for that seed to grow. You have to plant it. You have to water it. You have to cultivate it. Confess the word. Speak the word. Declare the word of God over your life. It may not, it may not seem very real at first, but the more you do it, the, the, the more that word grows and prospers in your life. And it will become real to you. And the promises of God will just begin to explode on the inside of you. You'll start saying, yes, by his stripes I am healed. And, you know, at first when you start, you say, by his stripes I'm healed. By his stripes. And then later on, after that gets you, you know what? It's like a reality. You know, by his stripes I am healed. Hallelujah. I mean, it's just a, it's a diff, something happens on the inside. That word begins to grow and produce fruit in your life. And it becomes the, and it becomes the foundation and what you see with your eyes no longer is convincing. What's convincing you is the word of God, not the natural circumstances. And that's what will happen if you just put in the word. The word, it's based on the word of God. You know, the scripture that says uh, that, says that uh, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word. Literally, that is, faith comes by hearing and hearing the word concerning Christ. That's what it really is. And that whole that whole passage of scripture is talking about salvation. It starts in Romans 10 where it says, if you confess and believe in your heart that God raised from the dead, and then later on it says, for all who call upon the name of the Lord will be saved. And then it says, well, how will they believe if they haven't heard? And how will they hear without a preacher? So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word concerning Christ. He's talking about salvation. He's talking about the faith for salvation comes when you hear about Jesus, when you hear that he died for you on the cross for your sins and he was buried, that he rose again from the dead. When you hear that, faith arises in your heart. Well, that's the same thing. When you hear about what Jesus did about your healing, faith will arise for healing. When, for deliverance, faith will arise for deliverance. I mean, it, it comes by hearing the word of God. And that word of God will rise up on the inside of you and produce faith. And you'll know. And, and combine that with your relationship with God. And you're so convinced that he loves you. And you're so convinced that he's true, that he's good, that his word is true, that it's, it'll come to pass in your life. But you know, there's work involved. You've got, you got to put some time into this. It doesn't, it doesn't just fall on you. There, you know, there's a scripture in Hebrews chapter 4 which talks about uh, the rest of God, that we can enter it, but it says we to labor to enter into that rest. There is a, there's a, there's a, a part that we play, and the, more we, the better we are playing it, the better, the better the results. Hallelujah. But that comes from the word of God. is so important. But here's, here's kind of what I wanted to uh, focus in on for just a little bit. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, Paul says to Timothy, fight the good fight of faith. Something we have to understand. Faith is a fight. Fight the good fight. Faith is a fight. Why, why is it a fight? Why, you know, I said, why is faith a fight? What, is, what do we have to fight for? Well, you have to, what you have to fight is the natural. What you have to fight is what you know in the natural. We go back, I go back to that scripture in 2 Corinthians where it says we walk by faith and not by sight. What's fighting you to get into faith? Because first of all, it's a, I say it's a fight to get into faith and then after that it's a fight to stay in faith. It, it's, always, it's a battle because there's opposition that comes against me. And what's the opposition? The opposition is what I know. It's what I've seen. It's what I've heard. You know, it's like I've got, all, I've got all these expenses and I don't have enough money to pay them. I've got bills and I don't have money to pay the bills. Or the doctor says, 
and all the tests confirm that I have whatever, fill in the blank. I have some kind of an affliction in my body. I have some kind of a disease. And the doctor's saying, everyone's saying, you know, what do I do? It's the same as what happened with Darren. I've got to look past the natural. I can't, I cannot, I don't deny the natural, but, I but the natural is what's fighting me. It's what's trying to convince me that that's what's real. And that's why I have to get to that place where I come to say, God, what you, what you, what you declare over my life is the greater truth. And, and that takes time and that takes effort to where the truth of God is greater than the natural that, that's going on in your life. It doesn't just happen overnight. And, and as we do that, as we confess the word, as we declare what God said over us, as we declare his goodness, as we declare his faithfulness, I tell you, it'll come to a place, finally in your life, you'll come to that place where what God says becomes greater than what you know in the natural. And those thoughts, that's why Pastor Dennis said, we have to bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. When your mind starts to tell you, no, but, but the doctor, but, but look at your bills, you look at your checkbook. We've done this so many times in our life. We just lay our hands on our checkbook and I say, I thank you, Lord, for meeting all of our needs according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I thank you, Jesus, that you are our provider. And even when we didn't have the money, I thank you, God, that you're our provider. I thank you that we're not going under in Jesus' name. And so it's a fight to get to that place. But once you're in faith, then the fight continues. You know Why? Because a certain amount of time goes by, and now, you, now your mind starts saying, well, it's been months, and it hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. You know, you've been believing God. It hasn't happened. It's not going to happen. You've still got all these bills. You still don't have enough money. You still have that pain in your elbow. It's still there. You know, God's not, and so once you're in faith, the fight is to stay in faith. Because the greatest destroyer, one of the greatest destroyers of faith is time. You know, weeks go by, months go by, sometimes even years go by, and it doesn't happen. And so that's where we have to be diligent. We have to keep fighting. You know, we have to fight. You know, faith is a fight. It's like, this is a fight, but I'm going to win it. You know, and that's why Paul said, fight the good fight of faith to Timothy. And I was thinking it's like a boxer. And I don't, I don't mean to say this to discourage anyone. But, you know, you might not win every single battle. There might be some that you don't win. But like a boxer. A boxer might have a record of, oh, he's had 45 fights. And he's won 42 of them. He's only lost three. So he's, he's got a good record. But those, even those three that he lost, people will say, well, you know what? He fought a good fight. He, he made it to the end. He didn't quit. He, he, he almost won. He fought and fought and fought. You know, just like yo, Adrian. You know, I made it. I made, I, you know, I, I made it. What was, what, was Rocky's, what was Rocky's goal initially? Just to make it. Just to make it to the end. I get, I'll get this stuff beat out of me round after round, but I'm going to make it to the end. And he did. And that's the way God wants us to be. He wants to just keep fighting. Just keep giving it. Just keep getting up. Just keep fighting. Fight for what's rightfully ours. Believe God. Believe in his goodness. Believe in his faithfulness. Believe in his word. His word is true. God's word is true. That's why unbelief is a sin because unbelief impugns the character of God. It says God won't. It says God is unable or God is not faithful or God is not good. You know, unbelief is a sin. No, I believe God. And I'm going to do my best to be a man of faith 
to believe God for everything that he has for me, for this church, for this area, for this region. I want to see God move in Rome, New York. God, God spoke to my wife years ago now. It's been years ago. And said, ask me to send my healing angel to Rome, New York. And I'm de- I declare that almost every single day. God, I thank you for sending your healing angel to Rome, to us, Lord, to Rome, New York. I thank you for an outbreak of healing in Rome, New York. I thank you for your angel doing miracles and healing, signs and wonders. I thank you, Lord, for bringing glory to your name in this city. Hallelujah. Because you are God, and you are great, and you are mighty. So faith. How's your faith today? Is it strong? Does it need to be... Does it need to be strengthened? Can it be better than it is? I know mine can be. It always can be. Faith relates to the invisible. Faith is based on a relationship. Faith believes the word of God. And faith is a fight. So keep fighting. Paul the Apostle Paul said to Timothy just before he was getting ready to, to be, uh, to, for his life to end. He, 2 Timothy is the last letter that he wrote. And at the end of it, he says, I fought the good, Paul says, I fought the good fight. I kept the faith. Hallelujah. He made it. He made it to the end. And you're going to make it to the end too. We're all going to make it to the end. We're going we're gonna to believe God for everything that he has for us. And we're going to give him glory when we get it. We're not going to just squander it. We're going to say God did it. Hallelujah. And God is going to do it. Thank you, Jesus. Father, Father, I just bless you. I thank you that the faith of God is available to every single one of us. Don't ever think that God doesn't love you. Don't ever think that you can't, that you can't have as much faith as the next person. Just, just go after it in Jesus' name. Whatever it is you need, just start thanking God for it. I thank God for my healing. I thank you, God, that sickness and disease has no right in my body. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you that you are my healer. You said you, you said you are the Lord that heals me. And I thank you that you are my healer. I thank you for perfect strength and health in Jesus' name. I thank you for a long life. That my wife and I, you give us a long life full of blessings. With long life you will satisfy us and show us your salvation. Your salvation is forgiveness of my sins. Your salvation is a new spirit within me. Your salvation is healing and deliverance and provision for me. Hallelujah. Everything you have for me, I thank you for it. I bless you for it. I stay in, I, I praise you. I praise you, I praise you for the faith, for the faith that you put in me to live for you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Keep fighting, keep fighting, keep fighting. It's a fight to get in it. It's a fight to keep it. But keep fighting and you can win every time in Jesus' name. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Father, I bless you. Hallelujah. 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 You know, if you just, if you just keep fighting, you're going to win. I like to win. That's why I'm fighting. I like to win. I'm a, I don't like to lose. I'm a lousy loser. I've said that before, and I just, it's my confession, and it's going to stay my confession. I'm a lousy loser. I like to win. So I'm going to fight till I win in Jesus' name. Except I'm not going to fight her. She always wins. Thank you so much for being with us today. Our prayer is that your life be enriched through the power of God's word and that you be filled with his love and strength as you daily serve him. 
To learn more about our service times and our ministry and how it is that you can partner with us, visit us online today at romechristiancenter.com.